Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to The Moon Underwater with the lovely Josh Pugh. I'm John Robbins and I'm the landlord here, inviting guests over into the correct realm to kit out their dream pubs. And with me as ever is the lovely Robin Allender. And before we head back into Josh's pub, we were left on those opening line THs, hooks. Robin, The Moon Underwater pub quiz. Thanks, John. Yes, it was a filmic pub quiz where I gave you three famous opening lines, though maybe it's debatable if they're famous or not. So the question one was, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Josh, what do you think for that? You know, I'm not a big, I've not, I'm not a big film guy, but I've, I've gone for, I've gone for Goodfellas. Okay, okay, John. Guilty as charged. Goodfellas for me too. Goodfellas, it is Goodfellas. What a great film. Question two was, I was 12 going on 13 the first time I saw a dead human being. Josh, do you recognise that? No, I don't. But I'm kind of inferring the human being that it could be a sci-fi from the sci-fi genre. Uh, I've just gone for Alien. Alien. Okay, John? Is it Stand By Me? It is Stand By Me. I I have seen that and it makes total sense. It makes total sense. (laughs) That's really funny. That reminds me of... uh, I was watching... um, me and Dad, one of the Indiana Jones films was on when I was younger. And me and Dad sat down to watch it. And it started in space. And we watched it for about half an hour before realising it was like Superman 2. <laughs> so I don't know why we just perse- persevered with it. Like maybe Indiana Jones has gone to space. Or anyway, I just thought of that. When you thought Stand By Me, it, could, could, it, it does sound like it could be a sci-fi film from that opening. But that's funny. Anyway, question three was, uh, what came first, the music or the misery? Do you think, shall I give you a clue for this one? Is it a documentary? No, it's not a documentary. Shall I give you the year it came out? Would that help? Maybe. 2000. And it's a comedy. What came first, the music or the misery? I've got no ideas yet. It's an American film based on a British novel. Are you both drawing a blank? I think it's blanks all round. Blanks all round. It's High Fidelity. Uh, so I think that 
possibly is debatable whether it's a famous opening line. It is a great, <laughs> it is a great opening line, though. What came first, the music or the misery? So John wins that with two points. Two points to me. Well done, and very well done if you got those at home. Yeah, very well done if you got those at home. And that's all gone through for you. And that's all gone through for you. That's the end of the Moon Underwater Pub quiz. Uh, we return to Josh Pugh's dream pub. So far, we got a B, a G, an M, and an NAE, a Bass, a Guinness, a Mythos, and a non-alcoholic Erdinger. But Josh, what spirits haunt these cabinets of the mind? Two spirits, please. So um, the first one's a, a Navy room, a, a Captain's Morgan's Navy room. <whistles> yep, the dark rum. Yeah, it's kind of used... As a, a as a drink for, for punishment among in, in the circles that I'm moving. Really? You know, if if you're if it's your occasion, if it's your birthday, or if you you've acted in a way that is unacceptable by way of punishment, somebody gets you a, a navy run. But it's also a it's a nice gesture, but it's also a bit of a, a punishment for something. God, John's been punished was punishing himself for ten years straight. I think wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, Captain Morgan's is well. I was about to say it is no punishment. It was devastating, but <laughs> it was it was my favourite rum. Oh man, I got through that at a rate of knots. So why is it the sort of de facto punishers blow? I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it comes from. There's a group of the lads that play cricket. I don't know if it came from from that, and it's kind of in their circle. They brought it into our circle, but it's kind of um, it's just not something we'd, we'd ever drink and it's kind of it's it's got this thing that's attached to it i think it's, it's probably obviously it's a strong drink and it's kind of kind it's kind of uh, probably cheaper than a whiskey so you're, you're downing shots of it because that's pretty horrendous isn't yes it? it's, a, it's a shot it's a shot of navy rum yeah Oy. oh it's absolutely rancid straight yeah it's that that's that's it what is, it is it's yeah it's really really unpleasant drink straight so it's kind of yeah it's not enjoy this long drink with some ice and a, and a straw as weight punishment, it's it's down. There. <laughs> it's uh, but then on the other hand, the, the the tonic to that, the other one is um, it's a, quite a new thing. Tequila rose. Have you experienced this? Mm. At that university, mate. Oh wow! It's well, it's just reached. Yeah, it's just reached where reached where I am. It's uh, it tastes amazing. Wow, that takes me back. We've had tequila rose a few times in in the moon underwater, haven't we? It rings a bell. I think I've mentioned it a few times because it burns so bright in the college bar of my mind. <laughs> bright said. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, somebody, somebody got one from my granddad. It, my granddad was out, and my, somebody saw him, and he like uh, you know my granddad's kind of everybody knows everybody. He's like, oh. and my granddad was telling me about, and I was kind of work, trying to work out what it was third hand. He's like, oh, somebody got me this drink. It was it was like a creamy pink thing. You didn't get much of it. That's what that's what he said. You didn't get much of it for the money. But you said it was, it was really nice. Oh, yes, yeah, tequila rosé you've had there. Well, it's interesting because it's in the sort of Bailey's arena, but often there can be a bit of confusion about what size they're served in. Because I would always say that a, a Bailey's or a tequila rosé should be 50 mil as standard because the alcohol content is about half of a, a sort of whiskey or a vodka. But sometimes you get them in 25 mil and that's no good to anyone. no. But it's like it's it's the softest one. If somebody brings like shots over and it's that, it's like oh no, that's that's okay. That's that's going to be okay. Yeah, it's not a down it situation. Oh, I had this. Um, oh, it's all coming back to me now. I had this at a wedding recently. Someone bought a round of shots. It's delicious. 
Yeah, it's, it's almost lovely. like it's got a strawberry, strawberry milkshake quality. I would be suspicious if there's any tequila in it as we know tequila. And rosé. I don't know if there's any rosé. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure there's much rosé going on. Well, it's there. I think it's probably pronounced, even though I've always called it tequila rosé, it's probably tequila rose, isn't it? Surely, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Well, a sort of a punishment and a cure. Heaven and hell. From mm-hmm. Heaven and hell yeah. from Josh. But we must head over to uh, the lovely Robert in the Moon Underwater Pub Library to find out what's going on the shelves this week. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Thanks, John. This week, we welcome Saba Sams into the Moon Underwater Pub Library. That's Saba, S-A-B-A. Sams is based in London, and her debut short story collection, Send Nudes great title, <laughs> was, uh, was published in uh, 2022. She has recently been included in Granter's list of the top 20 British novelists under the age of 40, a list which they produce every 10 years. Some other great writers on the list too, including Olivia Sudgick and Eliza Clark. I can never be on that list now, but uh, you know I've never written or published anything, so it's kind of fair enough really, isn't it? Anyway, Send Nudes is a collection of darkly comic stories about innocence and experience. Uh, the extract I'm going to read is from a story called Snakebite, which paints a vivid and rather unsavoury picture of university life as the narrator Meg takes a part-time job in a rather grim pub. So I'll read it to you now. This is really good, actually. I think she's great. The Queen's Head was a grotty pub with streaky glasses and an odd assortment of furniture that had mostly been dragged in off the street. Mark notoriously didn't ask teenage girls for their IDs, so they'd come from all over the city to get served, some not even bothering to change out of their uniforms first. Pervy Mark, they'd whisper to each other while he used his teeth to crack open their Smirnoff ices. I dropped an empty CV into the Queen's Head midway through my first year and got the job on the spot. I hadn't needed the money as much as something to do. University, it turned out, was little more than an empty time slot in which young people could take a stab at small-scale alcoholism before deciding whether or not to launch into the real thing. (laughs) In, (laughs) in, In my opinion, drinking was fine, but it wasn't an activity in and of itself. It didn't count as doing something. I'd come to university to meet the sort of people who wore berets, stole handfuls of cherries from fruit stalls, talked about art and politics. Here, rugby boys downed entire bottles of rosé, followed by bowls of their own piss, then did press-ups in circles. (laughs) It's really good stuff, that. I think that's brilliant because I think it's really good about your kind of expectations of what going to university is like. You know, you think you're just going to be sitting around you know, talking about art and wearing berries. And it also really raises a very serious point about the dangers of drinking at university and how it can kind of go go under the radar. 100%. That's so well observed. And also just the choice of words is so good. It's great, isn't it? I'm going to have to get that. Send nudes, is it? Yeah, by Saba Sams. Superb. Thank you for that, Robin. Delight in putting that on the shelves here at the Moon Underwater Pub Library. Uh, but Josh, we also have a jukebox, dear. What are we going to be adding to the jukebox today? It's so hard to ask you for music stuff. It's it's easy to go for something 
something cool or something that reflects your taste or something that says something about you. And there's, you know, there's lots of, you know, I've, I thought about like Urban Hymns or Tapestry, Carol King, but I've gone for, um, I've gone for Permission to Land by The Darkness. Nice. It was, um, I remember being at a house party when we were like 15, 16 and it had just come out. It was just like nothing I'd ever heard. It was a bit of a novelty. It's a bit of fun. And in a, in a time where you're taking yourself so seriously as like a 16 year old, to have that as a theme tune was just like um, like as a soundtrack to the event was just it was just perfect. It was great, and it was like that. They looked like how rock stars were supposed to look. They're kind of tongue in cheek, but quite British. Just yeah, just I think it's just a fun. It's just a fun album. You know, it's going to get too deep and heavy. It's just a bit of fun. It's so good, and it's genuinely great music, and it's really funny as well. Do you, do you follow Justin Hawkins on YouTube at all, Josh? I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. It's quite new to me, yeah. He's a funny guy, isn't he? He's really funny, and he's very, very smart and very, very, you know, clever about music. And one of the things he, he talked about was, you know, music can be two things. It can be serious and silly and funny at the same time. And that first Darkness album is, is totally that. Because you could say it's novelty-ish, but there's very few tongue-in-cheek artists that would get played in a pub or in a club, yeah. and everyone would sort of lose their mind in a serious way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to dance to this. Yeah, yeah. Great songs, though. Growing On Me is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, great. Uh, fr- Friday Night. I love fr- Friday Night. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Black Shuck. That dog don't give a, a, an F. That's good. And also their Christmas song, Don't Let the Bells <laughs> yeah. End. Yeah. Is su- that's sort of like the perfect line, because it's a brilliant Christmas song. And there is something cheeky about the title but it doesn't quite make sense as a cheeky title you've got no choice you can't you can't stop that you can't stop that being played yeah it's kind of perfect really they also say don't just let them ring in peace like you know that one goes under the even more under the radar oh i see and i i, I never even got that yeah 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 it's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> well it's a great choice to have on in uh, your pub and ours. Did you go to university, Josh? I went, but not not properly. I, I I kind of went through work. I did kind of like a two year course through work. And where was that? It was in uh, Birmingham. It was at the University of Birmingham, um, Aston. No, Perry Bar campus, which is there's not not much going on there at all, really. Was there much of a so bearing in mind what uh, Rob quoted from Send Nudes? What was the sort of drinking culture like? At the Perry Bar campus. Well, I was never involved in it really, but I had two mates out of our group that went to uni. One, one went to Sheffield, and it was a time when the Arctic Monkeys were kind of they were taking off and all that. And we went there a couple of times. Sheffield Hallam. Then my other friend went to Cardiff, and it was yeah, it was a bit the big drinking, and they were very like uh, games based kind mm. of drinking games based, and it was cheap, and everyone was. We, when we were visiting, they were in halls. It was kind of so they were. It was kind of easier to join their events because they were they, they were new friendships as well, and it was kind of people, but young people being away for the first time, and it was um, my my favourite book actually. Well, one of us, um, a start off a ten, you, you know that. Oh, David Nichols, was it? Yeah, and there's I think they did a film with Stephen McAvoy's in it, and it's it's a bit similar to the, the short stories thing. It's kind of just people being away from home, and then their homemates come in and seeing how your mates kind of. Change, but not really, and it's it's great. It's a it's a it's a great time, isn't it? I've never really had the full 
full experience, but yeah, it was, it was a wicked time. How did you first get into comedy then? Was that in Atherston? So that was uh, it's actually a place called Burton on you know Burton on Trent actually, big big brewing town. Yeah, um, I did a gong show for Spiky Mike, John. You know this guy? Do yes, yeah. M- did many gigs for Spiky Mike when I was starting out. Yeah, so I just always wanted to do it really, and then just uh, signed up and then bottled out. Then a year later, signed up again and did it, and I just absolutely loved it. But, oh, I always loved stand up. I've got no performers in my family. But my mum's a post lady and my dad's a scaffolder, very sociable jobs. And my granddad loves karaoke, cannot get him off karaoke. <laughs> and if he gets whiff that there's a karaoke machine in a pub, even if it's not karaoke night, he, he makes and plug it in and turn it on. Really? <laughs> and he does, um, he does Hero by Enrique. And in the... Nice. It, in the middle eight, he pretends to sing in Spanish. He pretends to? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know Spanish. People, he kind of does it like in a soft Spanish voice. People love it. <laughs> so so do your whole family live in Atherstone too? Yeah, my family live here, yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I met my actually, my mum's now. My mum's 10 minutes away. My nan's like five minutes away. And my wife's family, the same. But it's, yeah, it's great, man. I always think it's such a shame that people move away and have families. <laughs> I just think we should live with our friends all of our lives. I've got one friend that moved away. The one that went to Cardiff Uni, he, he ended up marrying a girl from Swansea and they live down there. They've got It's great there where they are. They're kind of on the coast and all that. And um, yeah, but it's it's great. We do like a Christmas rambles together. Big, like a, we do a big Christmas ramble. And yeah, we're all playing for the over 35s football team that we used to play at when we were 18. It's great. God, it feels like a wonderful halcyon sort of, <laughs> sort of really easy watching BBC sort of drama, but not too dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's got an edge, but it's safe. So like we we'd be drinking at fifteen, but in one of our nan's houses, and they've just gone out of the way so we can have the the house to do it in. Do you know what I mean? That kind of vibe. Well, I I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> What's your wild card choice, please, Josh? Uh, so I've gone, I've gone for um, just a cappuccino. Fair. Just gone for a cappuccino. Absolutely fair. Post instant pre flat white. Yeah, kind of nothing fancy, but something for the old people when it gets late. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or or early afternoon for the mums. Yeah, early afternoon, bit of a bit of a departure, and you know what? The staff are happy to do it for you. Not one of these mm. pubs where you ask for a hot drink and it's it's the pain in the... They're happy to do it for you. It's on the menu, happy to serve you a hot drink, no problem. Yeah, because the markup on coffee is going to be more than the markup on beer. It's just, I guess it's a faff cleaning the machine and stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. They don't want to... They're in, they're in pump mode, they're not in coffee machine mode. Uh, I think it's a great choice. Rob, have you ever had a coffee in a pub? Um... I mean, I must have done. I can't remember. Often can be quite loud, a coffee machine in a pub, though. does pull a bit of focus. But I'm all for it. Well, here's to the Johnny-come-flyby-nightlies, who we're going to have to abandon for the next three to five minutes uh, as we ask Josh about his dream pub companion. If you'd like to hear this and also get access to bonus podcasts behind the cellar door, uh, which Robin and I are going to create after Josh has left this very room... You can go to moonunderpod.com 
to support us on Patreon. Uh, but if you can't, won't, don't, or uh, ain't, then uh, we will, <laughs> we will uh, be back very shortly. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, the JCFBNs. <laughs> what, what, a, what a companion you missed there from JP. Josh Pugh, uh, Juliet Papa. Josh, I'm just going to refresh people's minds with your dream pub. On draft, you've got Bass and Guinness. Bottles, you've got Mythos and non-alcoholic Erdinger. On the jukebox, Permission to Land by The Darkness. And your wild card is a cappuccino, the mum's favourite. But what are we not having in this pub? What thing or behaviour are you barring? You're barred. You know what I'm going to ban? I'm banning acquaintances. Oh, tell me more. I want friends or strangers in this place. I don't want people... I, I, I know a little bit, a half no. I want that taken off the table. I don't want any small talk with people. I know a little bit and they know a little bit. I want that, I want that out of the evening. I want close friends or people I know nothing about. I don't want anything in between. This is very much in John's wheelhouse. I remember once going out with him for a drink, and I think maybe our friend Johnny brought an acquaintance. John was furious. Yeah. <laughs> furious. Yeah. Absolutely livid. Yeah, yeah you because you're just Fuming. you just you're just on a strange setting all night. You're just on a yeah, you, 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 you're having fun with the safety on the whole night, 100%. and you're sort of like just sort of scratching around for conversational topics, you know. Sort of like, so, you know, what what did you do for your A levels? That kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's 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 it all feels very on the surface. Yeah, and it immediately means you'll never ever get to know that person because you are so angry that they're there <laughs> that you immediately hate them through no fault of their own. They could be the nicest person in the world who, if you'd met accidentally, you might have become firm friends with. 
What? <laughs> How long ago was that, Rob? Oh, it was ages ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just the last thing you want. It's the last thing you want in your safe place is just a weird energy from people. Do you have a fear of small talk? Like, a lot of people have that. Not a fear, but I'm, I'm really... I find it really boring. Mm. I'd rather some nutter. <laughs> I, you know, I'd rather some mad racist guy with, like, conspiracy theories. Just something. I'd rather that than complete filler. That's what I can't... I, I, I can't do it. I think this sort of person can be summed up because it's the sort of person that when you pass them on the street... You both slow down and slow down and slow down to say hello, but neither of you ever stops walking. <laughs> so you have that horrible conversation that as you pass, it's almost like there's a slow motion Doppler effect. Yeah. And you end up saying goodbye to each other with your with your back to them. Yeah. Oh, no thanks. I do you. think that this I mean, there's so much comic potential in those kind of encounters, but it's never been bettered than Ross hanging out with uh, Paul Rudd's character in Friends. Don't you think that is just a brilliant scene? Oh yeah. When they they just re- they get together and realize they have absolutely nothing in common. Mm. And then Ross just trying to find out what the difference between beer and lager is. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hurry up please, it's time. I tell you what, it's been a very interesting, very funny, but also very efficient kitting out of this pub. I mean, I think we've almost got there in record time. We've got everything we need. We've learnt about Atherston. We've learnt about you and your idyllic life. The only thing that remains to ask is for a name for this establishment. You know, this is the hardest one, isn't it? Do people say this, that this is the hardest one? People say music's the hardest one. I'd say this is the second hardest. I found this the hardest because I, I really care... I really care about this place, and I want to. Ca- I want to capture a vibe, and I've not quite captured it in this. I kind of. So at the minute, working title is the starter's pistol, is what it's called at the moment. Mm-hmm. I want it yeah. to be somewhere where people go first, and it's they're having a great time. And at the next, I listen. I wish I'd never left there. Mm. It's like the, it's like the, the capture that anticipation of the night ahead. I just want that to carry on for the whole evening. Well, is it is it the is it the starter for ten? It could be that. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. That's nice. And I like, you know, you know the vibe. You know, like in, you know, in Pearl Harbor, when they would just get there and they don't know what's to come. They don't know the chaos what's to come, and they're just having a great time. And they're, they're drinking. You know, the soldiers before they go off to war that night before, before they get, you know, you you're being you're being deployed to such and such. That vibe and that camaraderie before all hell breaks loose. I want. It's like a base camp. Mm. And it's like yeah. the promise of what could happen. That is, that's so true. I often find, you know, I'm sitting in the first pub of the evening before going to a gig or, you know, I don't know, going out like going out somewhere else or something, and you find, you find yourself thinking, this might be the high point of the night. I have started saying that as well, which I probably shouldn't say <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I, uh, I love a hotel bar. I love, you know, mm. if, I'm, if I'm on holiday, the first one in the hotel when you've just got ready... And then the last one before you go back to bed. It is sort of like um, the arrivals lounge, kind of. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly the vibe. It's sort of the we have arrived. Oh, I, I love the, I love the, uh, just go up for a quick shower, meet you down in the bar in half an hour. Love that. Love that. I've just been on holiday, my little boy's like 17 months, and I'll take him a walk and he falls asleep. 
and I had like two pints while he was asleep in the uh, pushchair by myself. And it's just that's that's a great one. That's that's a nice pint. That's as good as life gets. Yeah, it's great. Really good. So I want to capture that in a tight. I want it to you know it's like a base campy kind of like an anticipation of what's to come. But also this is great now. It never gets any better than that. So what, are we happy with the starter's pistol? Because the starter's pistol almost sounds like you know we're going on a lads sort of mad pub crawl and we're sort of raring to go. Yeah, we're not racing here. We, uh, yeah, it, that's why it's not quite right. I kind of quite like base camp or the camp. There's a pub near me called the camp, which I always quite liked. The beginner's arms. Beginner's arms is good. Well, there was a lot of chat when Tim Key was in the moon underwater of the pre-lash. So I wonder if like the pre-something, like the pre-king's arms, <laughs> mm. something like that. The pub before the pub. The the, arri- the arrivers. The, the arrivers arms is good. Mm. The anticipation. Mm. The anticipation. Oh, you can do that, can't you? Oh, I like that. Yeah. The, the anticipation. Yeah. I, I quite like. Um, is it? There's a lot of pubs called the salutation, isn't they? Which is like to salute, to wave, yeah. wave. I kind of quite like that. The sally. There's a pub near me called we call it the sally, which is the, the salutation, which is like to salute somebody off. The foreplay. Not sure about that. <laughs> the departure lounge. Mm. Well, so far it's the starter's pistol mm. because that does capture something of it. It's a sense of anticipation and you're at the first point. And it's kind of, yeah. Also, from a marketing point of view, I know we're talking about vibe and my dreams here, but just mm. from marketing, people would start the night there. Yeah, good point. If you get people in there for seven and then you do a happy hour at eight or nine, you keep them there. Throw a DJ on at nine, bit of live music, you you, you know, you, you've quids in really, which is what at the yeah. end of the day, if we're not turning a profit, what's the point in any of it? Josh, we found ourselves on thesaurus.com. So, how do you feel about any of these? The kickoff, the opening, the embarkation, the inauguration, inception, or the onset? I forgot, what about the prologue? The prologue's quite a good name for a pub. I thought about the prologue, you know. That was on my list. I want something from either literature or military, is, is the two. The prelude. The prelude. But military, the captain's prelude. Oh, that's captain's nice. Prelude. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It sounds like it might be rude slang, like in Viz or something. Yeah. The officer's prelude is good. The officer's prelude. Are you happy with that? Or do you want to try out any different um, ranks to see if they work better? Yeah, I think we want something a bit more. The general prelude. That's nice. The private prelude. Why don't we go nautical? What we got nautical? What can you do? Can you switch to nautical, John? Admiral. The admiral's prelude. The uh, the bosun's prelude, the first mate's prelude, the petty officer's prelude, the HMS prelude. HMS prelude's good, because we're all, you're all aboard then. Yeah, HMS prelude. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's much better. Well, this is this is the longest it's ever taken, but I'm enjoying the process. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that people are doing this one easy. That that worries me actually. We have had people change their minds last minute. I've I've been responsible for making a decision before. Yeah, I'm going to go for HMS uh, Prelude. Okay, <laughs> so f- from the starter's pistol, I'm not confident that HMS Prelude captures the atmosphere <laughs> you were talking about better than the starter's pistol. I love it though. It's great. <laughs> okay. The HMS Prelude is lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. 
that's nice. Well, what a lovely note to end on, Josh. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Moon Underwater. Is there anything coming up in the world of uh, Juliet Papa, tours, TV, that kind of thing? I'm releasing my last show on YouTube. Oh, nice. Brilliant. Josh Pugh, Eggs, Chips and Beans. That's it, yeah, but I'm going to... It's called for the point of you know it's going to be a Josh P live at Birmingham Town Hall I filmed it at the Birmingham Town Hall oh, so, nice. so it looks it looks amazing I mean it costs enough money to do but yeah it's, it looks great so pleased with it oh mate tell me about it absolute ball ache right? yeah six cameras why do we need that that's too many surely oh that's loads yeah and the first cut was like it's like a Tarantino movie <laughs> I'm like just because we've got six let's you know not got to keep just cycling between the six of them does it look like that Bohemian Rhapsody scene where they cut every like two seconds? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it, it's great. I've only ever had one bit of stand-up released on film, but having been sat in the edit, I would say we got it down from about 200 cuts to about 25. Wow. And the difference it makes is incredible because every time you switch view, it stops you feeling like you're watching it. Yeah. And it's really hard to do because sometimes you have to move around. But I think sometimes when you watch stand-up on telly, it's like they're desperate to show you that they've got 10 different cameras and you're like, whoa, yeah. motion sickness. And there's like an extra thing with this. They're trying to give you your money's worth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get, oh, well, you've paid for these. So let's, well, but no, it's, 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 it's a long, it takes a long time to release and all that stuff. But yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'd tell people to go to. Oh, well, superb. Best of luck for the release of Josh Pugh live at Birmingham Town Hall, which you can check out on YouTube very soon, is it? Have you got a date for that? Uh, It'll be July, but yeah. Yeah, you head over to youtube.com. YouTube.com, yes. Superb website as well. (laughs) Well, Josh, uh, the HMS Prelude is with you now uh, for whenever you need it the most, and we wish you all the best on your trip back to the other realm. Au revoir. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. 
Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.